man. Guys, you know, it's, uh, I can't believe how fast 20 years went by. I mean, this is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. And, uh, you know, to be standing here at center court with you guys, my teammates behind me, and uh, appreciating all this, you know, the journey that we've been on. You know, we've been through our ups and been through our downs. And uh, I think the most important part is that we all stay together throughout. You know, I grew up, I grew up a diehard, I mean a diehard Laker fan. Diehard. I mean, I knew, knew everything about every player that's ever played here. So to be drafted and then traded to this organization and to spend 20 years here, I mean, you can't, you can't write something better than this. And I'm more proud, I'm more proud of the fact that not about the championships, but about the down years, because we didn't run. We didn't run, we played through all that stuff and we got our championships and we did it the right way. And uh, all I can do here is just thank you guys. Thank you guys for all the years of support. Thank you guys for all the motivation. Thank you for all the inspiration. And uh, you know, what's funny, <laughs> The thing that had me cracking up all night long was the fact that I go through 20 years of everybody screaming to pass the ball, and on the last night, they're like, don't pass it. <laughs> this, has been, this has been absolutely beautiful, you guys. I can't believe it's come to an end. Um, you guys will always be in my heart, and uh, I sincerely, sincerely appreciate it. No words can describe how I feel about you guys. And, uh, Thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I, God, I love you guys. And uh, I love you guys. And uh, my family, to my family, my wife Vanessa, our daughters Natalia and Gianna, you know, thank you guys for all your sacrifice. You know, for all the hours I spent in the gym working and training. And Vanessa, you holding down the family the way that you have. I, I, I can't, there's no way that I can thank you enough for that. So, yeah, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And uh, what can I say? Mamba out. Hey guys, uh, welcome to another episode of the Portes House Podcast. Um, my name is Amon Davis, and today I wanted to uh, make this episode as a tribute and paying homage to Kobe Bryant um, by, you know, telling stories of just good moments that I may have had because of him or just good memories I may have had that involved him uh, as a way to pay tribute to him and how great of a person he was. And I like to say, uh, I pray for those who did lose loved ones uh, a year ago in that tragic accident and pray for uh, their salvation and pray that God blesses them with um, continued understanding and just blesses them on a continuous basis like he already has been. Um, so, 
the first story would be um my first time ever like I guess you could say being a fan of a uh, basketball I was like four maybe five and this is after Shaq and Kobe had split up Shaq had got traded to Miami and Kobe was still on the Lakers but by himself now at this point after you know the three-peat that they had in the early 2000s and I'm really young uh me and my family go down on a vacation to Miami to visit other family and while down there uh of course being that a lot of my family are Lakers fans you know, they're rocking Laker gear, and I'm rocking my Laker gear. I think I had a Kobe jersey at that point. Uh, and, you know, my, mini- like, really minimal understanding of basketball at that point was that the Lakers were the best team on earth, and Kobe Bryant was the best player on earth. Like, that was it. Little did I realize uh, the Lakers weren't particularly good and the narrative on Kobe was starting to change uh as far as him being a team player and such and like as a kid I didn't notice that of course it's one of those things where you're just like you're happy to enjoy something that your dad or your mom or whoever family member it is you're glad to enjoy that with them and that was the first bonding point that me and my father had, the Lakers. Like, as far as, like, I felt like that was something that me and him could get along or get along, like, with and be happy about and talk about it and be enjoyable. Um, And I, I remember me thinking, because the way that my uh, family phrased things with the Lakers was like, oh, they still – world champions, they still the best team in the league, blah, 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 all of this, and I'm just like, a kid, like, yeah, we the best, we the best, blah, 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 I don't know no better, and then, like I said, getting older and realizing, like, we weren't that good, and, but Kobe was still Kobe, like, that's one thing I will say, throughout my entire existence on this earth, Kobe has never changed as a player and as a person. He continued to be who he was through and through, like from day one that I at least remember seeing him for the first time. And it's like, how many people in life do you know that are like that? Like, I mean, obviously I didn't know him personally, but just to see that type of consistency early on in life instilled some type of consistency and wanting consistency in myself and what I do in my everyday life. That's that's one of the key things that I took away from Kobe. Consistency. Being consistent in what you love. Being consistent in just everyday life. Being consistent with family. Just everything. Just try to be consistent as possible because that consistency leads to major wins and major accomplishments in life that are even beyond what you may be doing as a profession. It just fulfills a lot internally and externally because you build and build and build 
to the point where it can affect a lot of people, I feel like. And that was one of the biggest things that I felt like he did for me personally. So, uh, another story was uh, my first time ever going to a basketball game. So, I think it was 2007, 2008, somewhere around there. And the Lakers were better. They weren't a championship team again yet, but they were definitely better. And my church uh, used to do these sponsored trips where they go to Atlanta and go to Hawks games. And for this particular trip, uh, my dad uh, took me and my brother to go see the Lakers play the Hawks. And... You know, they weren't, in most people's eyes, they wouldn't be considered the best seats, but they were nosebleeds. But what I appreciated about it was the fact that I got to see my favorite team for the first time in person. Like, any sports fans can, any sport fan can tell you how amazing it is and how vibrant it feels to be around fans who are of, fans of the same team, like, a Laker fan being around a bunch of Laker fans. Even in Atlanta at a Hawks game, like I was around a lot of Laker fans and it felt great. And I got to see Kobe play for the first time in person. Like that was so huge for me because like up until that point, I only played like the game as him or I saw like games of him on national TV, but to see someone in person and see what they do in person it's totally different, and I never forget uh, how unrealistic it felt, almost. It's like, looking back at that moment, I might have been in awe because it's like my first time being there, but now even looking back, it's like, that's one of the few times that I actually got to see him, and I remember having conversations with my dad, and I was like, you know, one day, we're going to a Lakers game in LA, like, before Kobe retires, we're going to the Lakers game in LA. And I was young, like really young. I was still in the mindset of, oh, once I get to college or once I get a certain age, I'll be able to do what I want to do, not realizing finances and all of that yet. But (laughs) we'll laugh about it. And that was something I really wanted to accomplish. I knew he, since he was a Lakers fan, since Showtime, that he would love to do it. And me being a Lakers fan because of Kobe, Like, that would be the perfect, you know, bonding moment for me and him because we didn't have a lot of those moments, I feel like, outside of basketball and the Lakers. And it's just, it's one of those things. So, you know, that's a big thing Uh, Kobe did for me, at least. Uh, Another thing, like, it, it allowed me to have a connecting point, like I said, with my father, and that's huge, huge for any kid. Um, another story is uh, when we won the two championships in 09 and 2010, uh, huge, huge moment for any Laker fan, and of course, of course, Kobe was at his peak uh, I think in 2008, he had won the MVP. 
2009, won the first chip, or fourth chip, and then 2010, won his fifth chip. And it was like, okay, he can win another one. You're like, yeah, it was it was great going to school and, you know, being like, Kobe's my favorite player. And, like, and doing moves that he would do on the court in PE and just feeling that jovialness and realizing that he was that much, like, he was that special. Like, he was that endearing in my heart. You know what I'm saying? It, it was just, it was a good time. And then, um, the roughest point probably was when he started to get injured. Like, I remember when he tore his Achilles. And I remember how I felt, like, it was a late game. That year was already stressful enough because we weren't, like, we had kind of fallen off from, of course, our championship years in the late 2000s. And then um, we were battling for a playoff spot. And I remember seeing the report on ESPN late that night that he had tore his Achilles, and I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, this hurts. This is like why like you start questioning stuff and then you see how he handles it and it teaches you a lot of resilience and determination because if he can go through that seemingly with no real hiccup or animosity like he just retooled got back I mean it took a while but he didn't just say, oh, I'm done. Like, he came back and performed and still played. And it's like, that showed me a lot as a person, how how he was. Like, that's one thing that I realized. The more I got older, the more I understood how he operated as an, not just a player, but as a person. Like, you start to understand things the older that you get because you experience more. Like, life really starts to hit you. So those experiences that he had, I feel like I I could take a lot away from. Even if I never had a tragic injury, like a torn Achilles or torn ACL or broken fingers, like, it's other things in life that with him going through those injuries and setbacks and him fighting through it, it allowed me to, um, you know what I'm saying, fight through and find a way. Determination and resilience, that's the main thing that I took away at that point. And then, of course, the uh, last game, like, that's what that clip is from in the beginning of the episode, like, I remember watching that game and being like, this is really coming to an end. Like, I cried my eyes out. Not because we lost him, but because it was like a piece of me and my, I guess you could say, identity was leaving. Not, of course, permanently, but just... It was hard to imagine him not being in a sport that I loved. 
because I, the reason why I loved it is because of him. So it, it's just unfathomable that I won't be able to watch him be great in that again. You know, and then the way that he did it, of course, Kobe being Kobe, doing 60 on the last game, it, it just felt great. The amount of people that were there, the amount of love that was given to him, the amount of love that he showed his family, like, it it just filled my heart with so much joy. But once I realized that, okay, he's still going to be here. We still going to have Kobe. Just not on the court, but we still going to have Kobe. Like, okay, okay, I'm good with it. I, I can do this. Yeah, totally. If he can hang it up, I can accept him hanging it up. That that's enough, cause I still got him, you know. And then um, those retirement years, they were interesting. Uh, he did a lot, business wise. Like a lot, like with Body Armor and, of course, Nike and Mamba Sports Academy, which, in a way, helped me understand what I wanted to do in my future, with my career path, because coming to college, I I didn't know, like, all throughout my life for the most part, like, I was in love with sports, I love football, I love basketball, I grew to love baseball, I grew to love other sports, love other sports, but I didn't see myself working in the sports industry, or any of that, and then once Kobe started the uh, Mama Sports Academy, it was like, Oh my God, I, I could I could see myself doing this. Like I could see myself being developmental for like the grassroots level of sports, like the youth sport and just helping develop them and develop their skills and teach them life lessons through sport. Like that's why I felt like he did so well with Mamba Sports Academy because if you ever watch clips of him coaching his daughter's team or coaching another team or helping with coaching another team. He never yelled at them. He never was angry. He never slammed anything. Like, he was always teaching, enhancing, giving them life lessons, I feel like, on how to handle situations. And he was a mentor more than anything. You know what I'm saying? That struck me. Because I was like, finally, I found something that I want to do in life that I'm passionate about and that I feel like is worth me, like is worth my doing, worth my hands being on it. You know what I'm saying? Because it was hard coming into college not knowing what I wanted to do. Like any kid or person not knowing what to do in life, it's like, well, dang. Am I like, is that it? Am I just going to have to settle for something? And then when, like I said, when he did that, it just gave me that avenue. And I was like, okay, now I got to work. Now I got to get at it. If I want to do this, let's, let's, we can't obviously take the same avenue as him, but we can take things that he might have done and apply it to our own life. Like I said, the resilience, the, t- the determination, the the mentorship that he had, the ability to teach without ever being angry or raising his voice or being spiteful or anything like that. It was just, okay, I can do that. Let's take that and put it in ourselves. You know what I'm saying? 
that's the biggest thing that I got from post-retirement Kobe. And he was a, as much as a, of a basketball player that he was, we, I never got to see him in the light of him being a family man, other than like rare occasions where you may see him with Gianna or, um, or Natalia or any of his other kids. It's like, we saw those little snippets and then once retirement happened, we got to see Kobe as a family man. We got to see Kobe as a husband. We got to see Kobe as a, almost like a regular person. I mean, he was still Kobe, but we got to see more of the human side of him. You know what I'm saying? Not just the Mamba. We got to see the Kobe Bean. Like it was, it was, it was a great, great moment for anyone who was already a fan of him. Like I never will forget that, and I never will not appreciate that. You know, it's just he—he was a great great person at heart, a great person, I can only hope, you know, to take some of those things, like I said, that I put into my life, and and be able to instill it in not only my kids, but other children who I may come across, and try to teach them things, and hope that some part of him that was instilled in me is instilled in them. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the biggest thing. Like, it's amazing what he was able to do. Amazing. And even now, I mean, with him not physically being here, every day that I do something, it's not, it's never not a day that I'm doing something that I don't think about him. And what he would do. And whether or not. Like. Those life lessons will be. Similar to his. You know what I'm saying. Like I'm always thinking about him. On a consistent basis. Like that's how big he was. You know. It's crazy. Crazy to think man. Like. Such a. Such a beautiful soul. Such a beautiful soul. I'm a forever lover. Forever. Mentor, father figure. All around great person, man. Like, always gonna have something there to learn from him, even without him being here. I will say that. And I appreciate that. I really do. Thank you, Kobe, for being a great player, a great father, a great husband, a great teacher, a great mentor, just an overall individual that I can honestly see a lot of great qualities in and qualities that I won't want in myself and for other people that I care for or just people in general. Thank you for that. Thank you for being that for me and so many other people and your kids and your wife. Like, thank you. Thank you. <sighs>